You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. It's you up. Oh, I hit a pod for you today on Wednesday. It's actually Tuesday here. It's Tuesday early evening. I'm sitting on my parents' front porch. <coughs> Sorry, I just coughed. Not feeling great today. Um, emotionally, I'm uh, God. I'm all over the place in, in every which way. Emotionally, physically, my eyes are really hurting today. <laughs> So weird to say that. I'm really grateful for my vision, or I will be when it returns, but I haven't been able to see anything today because my eyes are constantly watering and in severe pain. Just a burning sensation. There was a cloudiness in one of the eyes earlier today. I don't know what happened. I was fine when I woke up. I put in my contact lenses, and then they started burning. I ripped them out of my eyes, and then the burning persisted. So, it's a, it's a little bit better than it was, but it ain't good. I was going to go on a run earlier, and I can't be outside without shades. And even then, it's like, I'm in the shade right now. I'm wearing shades in the shade, so I'm double shaded, and I can't go running until it's dark out, which generally I don't like to do. But um, I went last night. I just haven't been into running recently. I was so into it for a bit, and now it just feels like a goddamn chore. So... To all you people out there who hate running, I'm actually wearing a shirt right now that says, I hate running. I bought it off eBay. It's a Victoria's Secret, I think, because it says pink on it. I really hate that whole pink thing. I mean, I guess it did well for them. Their whole pink campaign where you like wear shorts that say pink on the, the butt. It should say pink on the front, you know what I'm saying? Because that's where... And then stink on the back. But... Um, yeah, I just have hated running recently. I went out to run last night and I got caught in a torrential downpour, just like flash flood type stuff. And, um, like I was running in like three inches of water and feeling like I was going to get swept away. My brand new shoes, my brand new running shoes that I got from a running store and was fitted for and all those things, they're sopping wet now. They're going to dry all wonky. And so, um, that was annoying but it was actually really fun to run in the rain like I was headed to some guy's house to tell him that I changed my mind and I I did want to be with him instead I was just um I was running as fast as I could home because it started kind of lightning I could see like flashes of lightning and I was really thinking like oh my god I'm going to get hit by lightning and I'm gonna die I started thinking about like do people survive lightning and I was like oh yeah they do and then I was thinking about okay, what can I do right now to make sure that I don't get hit by lightning? And I was thinking about everything I know about getting hit by lightning. And then I realized that I don't know anything about not getting hit by lightning. Don't fly a kite with a key at the end. Like that's where my knowledge of not getting hit by lightning ends. Don't like, do you go under a tree or do you go away from trees? Do you go away? Like, do you, I don't, I had, um, my Bose headphones on, which like survived this crazy downpour. So did my phone, even though it's like the newest phone, which is supposed supposedly waterproof. But still, like I couldn't believe I was, I was drenched. Like it was like I had jumped in a pool, and um, I had my headphones on. You know they have Bluetooth. I'm like, is that gonna make lightning hit me more? And then I actually was. Even though I was like, maybe there's a small percentage of a chance that having Bluetooth headphones on will make me more attractive to a lightning bolt I still didn't want to run without music that bad so I kept them on 
and I kept running. I ran two miles when the and then the that downpour started, right? And I kind of saw it coming, but I thought maybe it would be just like a gentle rain, which I love running in the rain, especially to Taylor Swift's song Clean, because it goes, Rain came pouring down when I was drowning just so I could finally breathe. And there's like, it's singing, she's singing about rain, and I always put on that song when it's raining, and it's beautiful. But this was like... Full, I should have put on Flood by Jars of Clay. Rain, rain on my head. Couldn't stop raining for days. You know that song. If I can't swim after 40 days. You know it. Oh, God, my dad's home. I might have to stop the podcast, but or maybe not. Anyway, I, I was running home in the rain. And, man, my third mile was so fast because I was trying to get home before I got hit by lightning I was thinking about all the last things I did all the things I kind of regretted I was like god damn it I never wrote a book I um I my last appearance was going to be on Dr. Drew which I didn't regret like it was a good appearance but I was like wow that was the last thing I'll ever do I kind of started having those thoughts and then all of a sudden out of nowhere this car kind of and I'm driving on a road where people drive like it's the it's 30 miles per hour right but it's actually like people go 40. But then this car came by and started slowing down. And I thought they were pulling into a driveway that I was about to run across, which they were. And I was like, go. Like, I kind of like shooed them away. Like, it's raining. Like, like let me go. Or or I just waved at them or something. I forget what I did. But then it turned out it was my mom. My mom, they knew I left for a run. They saw that it started pouring. And my sweet, sweet mom went and got a towel downstairs and went out in her car and ran out and came went to find me. And it was just like, I almost, I just want to cry even just thinking about it because it was so nice. And I got in the car and I was like, mom, thank you. Because I was kind of pissed while I was running. I was like, I can't believe my parents are not going to come rescue me in this. They know that I don't mind running in the rain, but this was different. And she came and got me and it just made me realize I'm a bitch because I'm so mean to my parents and such a little brat sometimes. And, you know, I. I, I just realized that like that was like the nicest thing that they love me so much and they think about me and they want me to be safe and warm and not stuck in the rain. It was just like awesome. So my mom came to get me. It was like truly a moment I'll never forget. I also hugged my mom yesterday in a real uh, intimate way. Snuck a finger in if you know what I'm saying. Oh God, I'm sorry I made that joke. I hope that's not the last thing I do before I die. Watch a lightning bolt come out of nowhere in the sunshine just strike me dead. Yet this podcast still goes out. And the last thing I said was that I fingered my mom. Um, no, I hugged my mom yesterday because she cleaned my room over the weekend. And like I told you guys, and she folded all my clothes and put them in my drawer. And she like tucked in my vibrators and read them a good night story. I mean, she just like went out of her way. She works all week and then she cleaned my room. I mean, who the fuck am I? It it should make me feel ridiculous to admit to you guys that my mom cleaned my room, but it and it doesn't. It makes me feel like so loved because my mom knows that that is the one thing I can't do. It's like my handicap is cleaning. I just can't do it. I know that I can. I know that I could. It's not like I'm I'm able bodied enough to like spray things and scrub, but I cannot clean. I'm overwhelmed by it. I start getting into a serious depression because all of my clothes are disgusting. I hate them all. 
I don't know what to do with like this necklace that's tangled. So literally I will become crippled by just trying to figure out what to do with a cord that might work, but I don't know what it goes to. That cord will cause me so much stress. I just will stop cleaning because I'm like, what do I do with this cord? I can't donate this. I don't want to throw it in the trash. It's going to strangle a, a seagull somewhere down the line. So my mom took it upon herself, did the whole thing. And so yesterday when I saw her, I like, um, yeah, I gave her a huge, oh, I guess. Yeah, that was yesterday. I just like hugged her and made, told her I loved her. And it was, it's not easy for me to do those things, even though it should be. We just don't really have that relationship where we intimately tell each other how we feel about each other. But I just needed her to know that it made me feel so good. I'm just not a clean person. I never will be. I just have to accept it. A girl once sent me an, uh, a, a video of her room after I had talked on some podcast about how dirty my room is. And she sent me a video of her room and it was truly more disgusting than all of my dirty rooms combined. Like there was just food out, like active food, you know, just uh, like I couldn't even tell on her bed where she slept. Usually when you're a filthy mess like me, you have one side of the bed that's kind of clean, but hers was just completely, I just couldn't even understand. It was like hoarders, right? And she wasn't being paid. People on hoarders, you always go, why would they be doing this? Why would they show this on intervention? You're like, why is someone showing their drug habit? Why are they showing the side of themselves? Because they need money. Well, this girl was not being paid to send me this. And she just sent it. And shout out to that girl because it made me feel seen, man. Because I bet she's just, I don't judge her for that. I don't think she's a bad person. Um, But yet, I judge myself so harshly. This weekend, I was actually very hurt because my friend Kirsten <laughs> kept... Like every time we would cuddle up next to each other and get close and like, you know, just to like hug each other or we were seeing like she, we realized like she's so much shorter than me. So we would like stand back to back. Anytime we got that close to each other um, to look at each other's phones or cause we're a little bit gay, like she would start going <laughs> and she would start smelling herself and going like, I stink. I think I stink, but she wasn't sure of it. And then she'd smell herself and she couldn't find the smell. And I go, Kirsten, Every time you get close to me, you smell something terrible and you say it's yourself, but it is me. It's me. I think I smell bad. And then she smelled me and she couldn't stop laughing. She was like crying laughing and she wouldn't admit it, but I know she's listening right now. You know, I stink. Do I? I've never been told I stink. I mean, yes, one of my ex-boyfriends did write a song about how I had bad breath, but that was because I had just eaten a salad with a bunch of raw onions on it. So, of course, my breath stunk. But I hope I'm not a smelly person. But I I don't know. I just know that I can be pretty gross. I don't want to admit this to you guys, but I'll just go ahead and do it before I got to take a little break here. Um, I... Sometimes I run out of toilet paper in my bathroom. I might have already told you guys this. Forgive me if I did, but it bears repeating because I did it again this week. And I didn't have toilet paper and I don't like just dripping off. And so I took a towel, you know, one of my bath towels, and I blotted my vagina with it. And didn't give it a good wipe, just kind of blotted, you know. And then I threw the towel on the floor so that I would know that it was dirty and I needed to wash it because it had pea juice on it. I don't need to say pea juice. Pea is juice. And <laughs> then I'm guessing the title of this podcast is going to be Pea is Juice. So 
But then I kept forgetting to get toilet paper and I just kept using the towel. Has anyone ever done that before? Or do you just drip in, in, into your underwear? Girls, what do you do when there's no toilet paper? Truly, what do you do? Do you just, do you, do you hold it more and realize it and then go downstairs and get toilet paper? Or do you, sometimes I'm like, I even realize it before I start peeing and I still pee. Cause I'm like, I'd rather just blot it on a clean towel than, than not pee right now. Cause I got to go so bad. So I'll leave you with that for the time being. I'll be right back. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hi, guys. Have you recovered from me telling you about me wiping myself with a towel? I still haven't. Um, tonight, I don't know what I'm going to do with my time. Last night, we watched A Serious Man, that movie, the Coen Brothers movie from 2009. Boy, that is a stinker. No offense to anyone who thinks that movie's good. No, actually, offense to you. If you think that movie's good, why? Yes, there were funny moments. It's like, I get it's a dark comedy and the acting was really good and some of the dialogue was really tasty, but nothing happened. Granted, I didn't see the end, but my dad did and said nothing happened. He told me the ending. And um, I want to call that movie, are you serious, man? This is a movie? I don't know what other Coen Brothers movies I've seen. Fargo, I guess. I love that movie. Um, I didn't see No Country because I don't want to see people get shot with an air gun. I don't want to see violence. Hey, kids, do you like violence? No, Eminem, I don't. And I'm an adult woman. Stop calling me a kid. I don't like it. God, did you guys see the other day when I put a picture on my Instagram of Eminem with like a wig on, a blonde wig, and it looked like me? I was so flattered. Someone sent it to me and was like, this looks like you. I was like, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, wow. I just sounded like Elvis. Wait, are you guys seeing a lot more Amazon Prime trucks driving around than ever before? You know, the Sprinter vans? I'm seeing them everywhere. I think something's going on. I'm suspicious. Just like about the fireworks. Everyone thinks the fireworks, there's some kind of like, uh, you know, conspiracy theory that the cops are setting them off if i don't know why people are doing these fireworks i've never found fireworks to be that entertaining i hate fireworks as a kid i was terrified of fireworks not the sound the sound doesn't bother me it is the explosion of fire i don't like it as a kid it was one of my phobias i would have legit panic attacks that no one understood and everyone always forced me to watch fireworks and it was like i'm not gonna get over this i never ever liked it i never will Fireworks now, I'm like, okay, yeah, I can appreciate them. I'm not that scared. But I still I still don't like it. Guess what other things I don't like? Air shows. I hate air shows. I am so scared of things going so fast, so close together. Hate it, will never like it. Two-lane highways. Highways that are going, you get what I'm saying, a two-lane highway with each, each lane is facing each other and there's no median. 
and people are going over 40 miles an hour, I, no thank you. I don't like anything where if you flick your wrist, um, wait, there's some kids skateboarding by. Those kids came out of nowhere. What the fuck? I'm so confused. Literally two tweens just skateboarded out of, I live on a cul-de-sac. There's no through fare and they came from between two houses. Oh, I know where they came from. If you sneak between those two houses, it takes you to the school up there. I used to do that as a kid. What am I talking about? That's the same. That's the place I first had beer. My friend Kirsten and I snuck a six pack of beer up to this playground that's near my house. And it was like this Christmas beer that was probably like four years old that we found in my parents' basement. I don't know why it was Christmas beer. It just had like, you know, the Clydesdales on it. And the Clydesdales had like, it was a Budweiser and they had like jingle bells on them. So I just remember, and it tasted so bad, which I thought was because it was old beer. Turns out it's because it was beer. Beer is disgusting. If you think you like the taste of beer, you're wrong. You like getting drunk. Sorry, Sorry, Charlie. Sorry, kids. Do you like beer? Well, you don't really because no one likes it. The taste of beer is disgusting. You only like it because it gets you fucked up. Same with wine. Same with bourbon. I know you're saying, I like bourbon. I like a fine whiskey. No, you don't. Would you, t- would you feed your toddler whiskey if it didn't get him drunk and be like, this tastes good? If there's no alcohol in whiskey and you could feed your toddler non-alcoholic whiskey so that your toddler could appreciate whiskey, would you feed it to him? No. Whiskey's gross. So are onions. Unless they're cooked. It's an acquired taste. These things, my dad always drinks wine and acts like he knows what wine tastes different than the other. Did you guys know in wine tasting, you should watch Adam Ruins Everything. There's this, I guess it's alcohol. Adam ruins alcohol, but there's a one episode that I'll never forget. And you should do this taste test at home. If you have, if you have a Chardonnay and a red and, and a red wine at home, a white wine and a red wine. You know, white wine's usually chilled. Unchill it, okay? And then do a blind taste test with white wine and red wine, where they're both the same temperature. Or chill up the red, okay? And then do a blind taste test and tell me if you can tell the difference. You can't. The only reason you're ever able to tell the difference is truly. Because one is cold and one is not. It's all bullshit. And if wine didn't get you drunk, you wouldn't like the taste of it. And yes, that's coming from someone who used to drink so much wine and pretend like I loved it. And I did love it because it got me fucked up. Um, did I tell you I stopped smoking pot? I've actually stopped. I've recorded a couple of these um, in a row because I fucked them up. So I don't remember if I told you, but I did. I mean, I quit for like a day and a half. I haven't today yet. I'm actually sitting on some weed on my front porch in the chair. I have some weed tucked away because this is usually where I sit and smoke weed. Um, and I didn't smoke that much. Like I, I go to this Reddit thread where people talk about quitting smoking pot. And that's where I've actually gained a lot of confidence to quit doing it because people tell their stories about quitting and how they were before and how they are after. And it's just given me every indication that some weed is something I need to stop doing because I want to be an active participant in my life and I don't want to numb out. Yes. I will miss the initial like feeling high. I wish I could use it recreationally and maybe I will in the future, but I can't be doing it every day. And it's not because I don't love it. And it's not because I am not present on it. I actually feel more present it's that I am having, I'm noticing that my cognitive abilities are not as sharp and I cannot, 
fuck with my mind because that's all I have. Um, and it worries me when I can't remember certain words. I'm just getting back into reading more because I need to make up for any lost brain power. Like I couldn't even think of a, that's not the right word to say brain power, lost brain power. Um, so I'm reading more. I'm doing more crosswords. I'm listening to more podcasts from intellectuals such as Sam Harris, who uses gigantic words that really inspire me. The last word I learned to use is ledger. Not as in Heath, but yes, as in Heath, but not like it's a word. A ledger is, I don't even know what it is. That's the thing. Um, but I'm going to start using it. So yeah, that's why I'm going to start, stop smoking pot. I got to stop caffeine too. And I'm like, I know it's like, well then what is there? I don't fucking know. Honestly, I think if I quit all these things, I'll start having sex again. I'll go get addicted to that. That would be a fun addiction to, to, to mess around with next. I don't know how that's going to happen though. I was just talking to my friend texting all day, honestly, about COVID and about things opening up and how I feel about it and how I'm going out to clubs pretty soon on the road and if I should do that based on what happened with D.L. Hughley passing out at Zany's next week which I'll be there July 9th through 11th with Andrew Collin Um, and I feel weird about it what was I going to say about that God I wish I could blame weed for the fact that my mind just completely dropped off Um, yeah I was just talking to her about how I'm just feeling sad about it. Oh, yeah, I was I was, I was saying, like, I just want things to go back to normal. And that's not a good enough excuse to just go out without a mask or do whatever you want because you are tired of the things the way they are. I know that. But for some reason, it's getting to me. I just want things to be back to normal, and I just want to act like they are. And they aren't, and that's not and, – and so that's why I'm going to clubs – that are taking precautions and seem to be doing everything safely. But the second I find out that it's not safe, I won't do it. But I am kind of disparaged about a romantic relationship. I don't really, I'm not really interested in one right now. I have guys reaching out. I got a direct message or a direct request on Raya. I'm not going to lie. I got it. And, uh, and it from a cute guy and we're chatting up. Another guy on Raya, we were chatting up for a while. He wanted to take it to FaceTime. I never wrote back to him. I just don't. I don't really feel like, you know, ledgering some <laughs> connection with a guy. I didn't use that right, but I wanted to throw it in there just to make you guys laugh. I just don't feel like it. Um, but a guy did reach out to me who I haven't talked to in a really long time, who I used to be into, and uh, it was nice to hear from him. Turns out he just wanted to talk about what's going on with Dalia and other comedians, you know? That's what's been, you know, the comedy community has been reunited. We've all lost touch with each other. Like, I don't really talk to that many comedians anymore, all my friends. It's just we've all f- fallen into our separate lives. But, man, that controversy brought us all back together again, which is a beautiful thing uh, out of something that is not so beautiful and, and sucks in, in every respect. But he reached out to me and was like, how are you? And I was like... Uh, just sitting by waiting to get canceled for something I said eight years ago, which is kind of how I feel right now. But I, I'm not uh, I'm not diminishing the severity of why anyone's canceled. Don't try to make me out to say someone just came after me and was like, Nikki Glaser once said she knew about all of this because she once said on a podcast that Dalia 
would never be interested in her unless I, I guess I said on some podcast I was someone was like you should date Dalia and I was like oh my god yeah maybe if I was 10 years younger he'd be into me okay I stand by that guess what when I said that joke I was 35 so in that joke I'm also saying I'm 25 he would be into me that's not an illegal person so no I don't know anything that you don't know it was just a joke about guys liking younger women which is not illegal to like girls in their 20s. So people coming after me like I knew something, like I'm Gisane Maxwell of the Epstein thing. Like, why do women comedians suddenly have to be... Now Now we're getting in trouble if we don't make statements. I'll make a statement when I'm ready to make a fucking statement. You know what I'm saying? Um, But yeah, he reached out to me. This guy reached out to me and it was really nice to hear from him and... um. I could have maybe taken it to FaceTime and gotten done some stuff, but I don't even want to masturbate on FaceTime or do anything to Skype sex or go on a date on FaceTime. I don't know, a Zoom date. I'm not that desperate for male attention. I'm really not. But once I quit pot and quit caffeine, maybe I'll be looking to uh, smoke some dick out on the front porch here at my parents' house. Who knows? I've got to go. Thank you for listening to the podcast today. This was a wild one. We'll be back tomorrow. Lisa Lampanelli is going to be on the show. I love talking to her. That's going to get real as fuck, dude. She's like a life coach now, and God, do I need her more than ever right now. Uh, So I'm looking forward to that. Oh, my God, I love her so much. I love you so much. Thank you for listening to all of this and and sticking through this weird time with me, and I, I hope you're still enjoying the podcast. Thank you so much for all your messages. People telling me that they want to read a book that I wrote. Two girls wrote to me, and probably more of you, because I don't read all of my messages, but said, I would buy your book. I can't wait for your book. If a reality star can write a book and have it be a national bestseller, you can do it too. And that really fucking meant something to me. I want to thank you for any note you've ever written me of encouragement. God, it feels good. And I hope it felt good for you to write, because it felt good to receive. So thanks for putting good, positive vibes out in the world, you guys. And I'll try to keep doing the same. And I'll I'll give my dad a hug tonight. How about that? All right. Uh, squirt, squirt. Uh, ledger. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.